Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's listen. Rob Thompson's going to join us in one moment, but let's listen to the address, the toast after the game last night in the locker room. Rob Thompson to his guys as they celebrated last evening. I just want to congratulate all of you. Uh, what an unbelievable team we have. And it's, this is just the start. This team is built for where we're going. To get there is the top part. Now we got to finish this thing off. I'm so proud of you guys. You guys have overcome a lot of things. This is the most resilient team I've ever been around. And that plays big in the playoff. Okay. Get your rest. Come in late tomorrow. Party hard tonight. The last thing, JT, how many more playoffs? Got <laughs> Let's welcome the manager of the playoff-bound Philadelphia Phillies, Mr. Rob Thompson. Rob, congratulations to you. Well, thank you, and good morning to everybody. Good, good morning. morning. Good morning. Rob, how does it feel? Uh, you know, it really feels special, and uh, especially to be able to do it at home. We, we, we did it in Houston last year. You know, we had a couple of celebrations here at home, the, the CS and the, or the DS and the CS, but uh, uh, that was special last night. It was special that uh, Johan Rojas came up big in a, in a big spot. You know, it's funny because his family just came before the off day on, on um, I guess, Monday. His family had just come in from uh, the Dominican, and they'd never seen him play before wow. in the United oh, States. Wow. So that, that, that may have been his the first game they ever saw him play in, in the United States. So it's pretty cool. That is unbelievable. It's a fairy tale. That's incredible. Yeah. Rob, really what time last night did you get to bed? What time did you wake up today? Well, I'm not sure what time I got to bed. But, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm at the ballpark now because we got some meetings today and I wanted to work out. So I, I got here about 6 a.m. Well, good for you, man. That's that's uh, that's bounce back ability. That's that's something. All right, Rob. Let's let's get let's get in all sorts of parts of this team, the season, and obviously the projection for October. Let's start with something that's been evident all year, last year as well. Last night, post game, watching it all on television for many of us, the chemistry and fellowship of these guys. How, in your opinion, did this team, this group, develop such what I would refer to as remarkable camaraderie? Oh, I think it's years in the making, you know. Uh, there's there's some holdovers here, um, you know, like um, Reese and Nola that have been here through some of the lean times, so there's there's that natural camaraderie there because they've been here a long time and and, and now they're, they're experiencing winning. And then you bring in other people from other clubs that um, are – and you, you fit them or you put them in a clubhouse that uh, – you know what their makeup is, and you know that they're going to be team guys, and and they just blend. And, and now we've we've had a little success here in the last couple of years, and uh, you know they they truly truly love each other, and they and they just do everything together. They hang out together, they play golf together, they do everything, play cards at night. You know, they it's just really a great team. It really is. Rob, can you quantify how much better this team is prepared for the postseason run compared to last year? Yeah, I don't know what the I don't know how to put a number on it, but you know, obviously, uh, just because of what we went through last year and uh, 
I think it just helps everybody. And, and, and the new guys that we've brought into the clubhouse uh, have been through it before, so it's nothing new to them. Um, so I, I, I definitely think it helps. And, and I think we're a much more um, um, poised, calmer team coming down the stretch here and just grinding out baseball games and, and doing what we need to do to win. And, and that's really what it's all about. And now, you know, we can we can do some things. We can uh, schedule some days off for people, get them some rest, make sure the bullpen's rested uh, going into the playoffs. So it's good to uh, to have a few days to be able to do that. Rob Thompson with us here on WIP. You know, Rob, obviously last year, your first year as a manager in baseball and happened to coincide with making the playoffs for the first time as a manager. Um you weren't helping Joe Torre last year, you know, as you did for so many years in the, in the Yankee playoff experience up there. And I'm wondering, with you as the guy last year, what did you learn? What surprised you about being a manager in postseason baseball? And what did you learn last year that you'll carry over into this year as the skipper? Well, I think um, well, there's many things. But one thing is that um, you have to really lean on your coaching staff and you have to get um, their ideas take everybody's opinions and their thoughts and then, and then be able to make a, the final decision. And then you got to live with it. And as long as you put thought into it and there's a reason why you do certain things, um, you know, you can sleep at, at night, whether, whether it works out or, or it doesn't work out. Um, because, you know, any, anything that goes wrong, it's going to be scrutinized and you've got to understand that's just part of the, part of the job, part of the gig. And, and you know, just got to move on. Christopher Sanchez has been just incredible this season. Has he made the case that he should be a playoff starter? Um, well, we haven't put our rotation together, the final piece, because I haven't talked to everybody yet. It just happened so quick. But you can, you can bet that, um, that Wheeler and Nola are going to be in our rotation, and then we got to figure out the rest of it. But this kid is, you know, and, and, and I've said all along, um, you know, we now have three guys, three really, really key components to our ball club that have come up through our player development system this year. And one is Sanchez, the other one is Rojas, and then Orion uh, Kirkering, or Ryan Kirkering. And mm-hmm. um, uh, that's that's when you get three guys like that, that's huge. And Sanchez has been such a big part of this club, um, you know, because we struggle early in the season, especially from that the starter spot. And when we called him up, we really weren't sure what we were getting. Um, but he has stepped up, and he has just been, you know, right? one of the best starters we've had, the most consistent starters we've had since he's been up. So, um, yeah, he, you know, he's in the conversation, no, no doubt about it. So, Kirkering, uh, we've been waiting, we've been talking on this show about how we're just hoping for that nasty righty for our, our bullpen. Uh it sounds like we had questioned whether he was making the roster or not. It sounds like in your assessment that he is a critical component more than a, you know, a fringe guy for this postseason well, run. Yeah. From, from, you know, from all the reports from our, from our player development guys in our, our scouting department, this guy's stuff is as good as anybody's. Um, it was just a matter of can he handle the moment and mm-hmm. everybody, everybody that knows him, um, you know, I didn't even get to know him until a few days ago, but, but everybody that knows him said, no, he's going to be able to handle the, you know, the atmosphere, the moment, um, uh, you know, all the, the nerve wracking moments that come with us. And, and you don't really know until you get a guy in here and in front of this, 
crowd in front, especially a playoff crowd. So we called him up just to to see how he would react. And, and uh, on Sunday, he was, I mean, just flat out filthy. And uh, he it didn't even look like he was, he wasn't even sweating or, you know, his heart wasn't, you know, he, it was just like he was throwing in his backyard. And, um, and that tells me a lot. And if you can, if you have that combination of stuff and poise that it looks like he's got, then, then you've really got something. Rob Thompson here. Rob, you know, to the rotation with Maury here that um, we discussed on the show a couple weeks ago, and I'm curious what your mindset is with this. Is there a chance you take your who you believe your second-best starter to be, and I, I think, you know, based on what you've told us before, that's Aaron Nola. Is there a chance you line him up to start game three of the first round so it's a rubber match, do-or-die game, and he gets that game, and if you win in two games, he then gets to start game one of the second round and be the pitcher that gets to start twice in round two? Is there a scenario where the second best pitcher actually pitches game three to achieve all that? Well, uh, we we haven't put the rotation together. I, I guess there is a chance, but I always think that it doesn't matter whether it's a three-game, five-game, or seven-game series. I always think that game two is the most important game because it's really the swing game. If you lose game one, you better win game two, especially in three-game series, obviously. Yep. Yep. But if you if you win game one, you win game two in a three-game series, it's over. But if it's a longer series, you you lose game one, or you win game one, and you win game two. Now you really you you you're headed in the right direction, and you've got you know you sort of put your foot on the other team's neck, and and so I, I think game two is really really important, um, and I'll, I'll leave it at that because we haven't really we haven't really put the rotation together. Sure. Michael Lorenzen, how do you expect he'll fit into the bullpen? I think, uh, you know, I think uh, I think it, it, it'll take some time, and we'll probably get a couple more looks before the end of the season. Um, you know, his first outing out of the bullpen against the Braves wasn't very good, uh, but the last time out on Sunday night, I, I thought he was much better. He was throwing strikes. He was under control. He was using his changeup. Uh, his his secondary pitches were really good. So, And he's pitched out of the bullpen before, so – if we get that guy that um, you know that that was in Cincinnati uh, coming out of the bullpen, you know we may we probably have another piece here that can can really help us. Is Craig Kimbrell your closer for the playoffs? Well, we, we'll go with a mix. You know, it just depends on where we're at in the order. Um, Alvarado's back. I mean, his cutter's back to 92, 93, 94 miles an hour, and he's throwing strikes. Um, so we can we can do a bunch of different things there. So I, I wouldn't say that that Craig is our lockdown closer. He's only going to pitch in the ninth inning. No, I, I wouldn't say that at all. We'll mix and match a little bit. Rob, let's talk about Reese Hoskins. You know, we've been asking you almost every month about his uh, progress. Um, you know, it's almost go time now. Is there a chance that Reese Hoskins plays in October? I think there is. You know, this guy's making a lot of progress. Now he's got to go through a lot more testing. Um, you know, with the training staff and with the doctors. But he is now hitting on the field. Uh, he's taking 75, 80, 85 swings a day. Um, he ran the bases the other day. Uh, he's really making a lot of progress. And, and um, uh, it, it's really remarkable to think that we do have a chance to have him back, you know, maybe by the World Series. Um, it's it's not out of the question. It would it, it'd still be ahead of schedule, I would say. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's out of the question. 
So, Rob, there's a puzzle to all this. If Reese comes back, someone else isn't on the team. Guys could be moved around. Maybe he's pure bench guy. Maybe he's in the field. Is there any scenario in October where Bryce Harper can play right field, or is that completely off the table? Yeah, I think that's off the table because Reese won't be able to play first base. Gotcha. So he'd Reese, be, he'd, got he'd be a DH or a pinch hitter coming off our bench, just because the the stability in the knee, I don't think, would be up to where uh, you know he could be out on the field uh, mm-hmm. for nine innings playing defense. Got it. Rob, you said last night that this Phillies team is the most resilient you've been around. That's saying a lot. What what exactly makes you say that? Just, I think, uh, the the poise that they have uh, during the course of a game. We get down in a game and, and no one gives up. No one feels like we're beat. Um, they always feel like we have a, a chance. Um, and I think there's a lot of different components to that. One is the feeling that the offense has of being able to score runs, but it's also the feeling of of how they feel about our bullpen when they come in, they can hold the team down until we get going. So uh, there's, there's a lot of different components for that, but um, they just never quit. Uh, They are Philly tough. They really are. They never quit. They fight. Um, They just, you know, they, until the last out is made, they feel like they're going to win the game. You know, Rob, one thing I'm, I'm fascinated by is the psychology of a manager and, and, or a coach and, or a leader of any sort, how you, you, know, you present yourself. And, you know, so let's go back to late May when it was the low point of the season. And, and clearly you guys were struggling big time. You presented nothing publicly that spoke to, uh-oh, this might not be our year. But I'm wondering, were you thinking that? I mean, you, the Mets, and the Braves, excuse me, you, the Mets, and the Padres were all in a very similar boat. Quality teams from last year, teetering. They never got there. I mean, they never got their season right. Was there a point privately you were thinking this might actually not be our year? Uh, no, because, you know, I've been through this thing so many years, and I, I know how long a year can be. Um, and I know that there are, are down times and there are up times. I've seen – I've been with Yankee teams where we just stunk all the way until the All-Star break and then kicked it into gear. Um, so I, I know that there's there's time, and, and I, I try to spend my time trying to um, work with our coaching staff and our front office to figure out, okay, what's going on here? How do we fix this? How do we help these guys to get back to where they should be? I spend more time doing that than I do, oh, woe is me, uh, you know, the, the ship's sinking. I, I don't I don't spend a whole lot of time on that. And, and I think um, I think good leaders do that. They they try to figure out what the what the issues are, as opposed to say, ah, yeah, we're just not good enough. That it's, it's not going to happen this year. That's that's kind of kind of a loser mentality to me. Can do attitude. I love it, Ross. Uh, excuse me, uh, Rob. Um, I'm, because we got Ross Tucker joining us shortly. That's why I said Ross. <laughs> um, can you believe, Rob, that about 17 months ago, you were five months away from retiring? <laughs> yeah, I know. Isn't incredible. Right. And now I'm having the time of my life. I mean, I just, I just love it. I, and, and part of it is, you know, it, why I love this thing is the people I'm with every day. I mean, my, our coaching staff just has a, a lot of fun every day. Our players are, as you know, are uh, some of the most fun people you'd ever be around in your life. And, and so it's just, it's great to come to work. And, and, and I, I really love it. And I love the city and I love, you know, the, uh, the 
of success that we're having, and we just got to keep it going. We got you know 13 more wins, and uh, you know we want to finish this thing off this year. Rob, final thing here. You know, part of finishing it off, it's not just nine guys playing or you know the guys on the bench contributing when they get a shot, but the fans and the impact that they can have. Home field advantage, first round. Um, I'm just curious if you had a message to, to everyone listening to Phillies fans, whether it's about the season that was, it's near wrapping up regular season wise, or the coming in October. What would your message be to everyone listening who's a diehard Phillies fan right now? Uh, I think that uh, for our fans, uh, just to let them know that these guys are poised and they can they they can smell it, they can taste it, they. What they got last year from from our fan base and what they saw in the playoffs, uh, they want that to happen again. And so we've got the first first part of it done. Um, and they, our players want to do it not only for themselves, but they want to do it for our fan base too because of what they brought last year. Rob, congratulations. It's a magnificent accomplishment. I think there's a real possibility the best is still yet to come. Uh, enjoy these couple days and – I know it's a hunker down mode real soon for, uh, and by the way, let me say this also, thank you so much for being a big part of our show this year, you know, twice a month on the, on the show. And I know we're working out details scheduling wise to, you know, figure out exactly which day next week or beyond you can, you can join us. But, um, we really greatly appreciate you hopping on throughout the season and we wish you the very best of luck come October. Well, I really appreciate it guys. And, and you know, um, we're going to do our, all we can to get this thing done. And uh, it's been a lot of fun this year, and, and uh, I'm sure we will talk soon. All right, Rob, good Sounds luck. Great. Good stuff. Good luck, Rob. Thank Thanks. you, Rob. Thanks, Thanks Rob. All right, there he is, Philly skipper Rob Thompson.